Welcome to this episode 162. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, what's up, guys? And this is Bobby, and we're back with a win. Although, <laughs> although I'm not sure if it's, uh, I don't know. How's how's everybody feel? But you know what? Before that, what do you want to do? What do you want to talk about, Dave? <laughs> what do you throw to me like that? Because okay, David, because just get your thing out of the way. What do you want to talk yeah, about? Exactly, exactly. Because you're always like, come Let's on, talk get about it out. The weekend. Get it out. <laughs> well, actually, no <laughs> fucking segue. Nothing, David. Get your shit so we can start this pod. <laughs> All right, guys, we're well, gonna get you, on. If, okay, guys, if, we're if gonna get on the, the road show. right now. But first, I'm gonna drive over this speed bump. Pump, pump. There, okay. Are you happy now? No, if you're new to this show, this may be it may be it may be shocking, but if you're not, you, you know where I'm talking about what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, Bobby, are you enjoying Spider-Man? Did you finish did you start the DLCs yet? I started a little bit of it, but not too much. Um Black Cat <laughs> is annoying me right now. But I slowed down because like okay, look at listeners. David Lewis and our other friend Donald, the priest, he um They've all had the game for like about a year, and I tend to like I just kind of like rip through it in like Out three in September. Days. <laughs> right, it's been a long time, <laughs> and it, and I and I kind of like rip through it for three days, and then once the DLC hit, I just just it just like completely like stopped, like it slowed down like majorly. Yeah, hit so that. I just did like three missions. I did three missions on the DLC, and that was done. Mm. I, weekend, I, I, I got I got more of a kick that. Bobby has been off his PlayStation for quite a bit, and a he lot. spontaneously bought Mortal Kombat, the the new Mortal Kombat, because he was like, oh, I want, you know, I, I want to get this. It looks good. I shouldn't do it, but I'm gonna get it." So he buys it. He goes through the story in like three hours, and he's super into it. And then he yep. just plays Spider Man. Yeah, that, he jumped that, that into Spider Man, and it took him like a week there for nine months. Yeah, and it took him less than a week to finish everything. Well, look, here's the thing: you will both know, and I gotta say it because you know I want you, you you want me to say it on the show. Here we but go. Here we you go. You guys know that I'm just waiting for Death Stranding. Oh, so like I need to get this out of the way. I need to get it out of the way because I feel like Spider Man's been like a monkey off on my back because I bought it and I really wanted to play it. But then I kind of like never really wanted to play it. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like I wanted to play it, but then every time I looked at it, I'm like, eh, you know? Yeah. And then Mortal Kombat, I don't know, it's weird. Like that came out of kind of like left field for me because I wasn't really thinking about getting 11. So I got it and the storyline was really, really good. And I was like, damn, you're making me care about Mortal Kombat again? Really? <laughs> and uh, you know, I was really impressed by it. And then since I felt like I like went through that really quick, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go through Spider-Man because Death Stranding is going to come and I don't want to like push off Spider-Man beyond Death Stranding because once Death Stranding comes out, like that's 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 the only thing that I care about. He's going to get you through said, it in like five days and then he'll be like, yeah, all right, I don't uh, care about Death Stranding anymore. No, I I'll be platinuming it. it. I'll be platinuming <laughs> it. I'll be platinuming it. Trust me. Is he gonna plat- Isn't that a hard platinum? It's definitely going to be. You need in order to platinum Death Stranding though, you have to unlock all the Spider-Man outfits. <laughs> in order to unlock Death Stranding, I need to have like some baby connected to my umbilical cord. 
<laughs> in real life. In, in real, real life. life. <laughs> and, and be able to speak to it telepathically <laughs> and make sure that freaking, uh, just it'd be crazy. Guillermo del Toro is our grandfather, whatever. It's what if what if the baby what if the baby's got like those big like coke bottle glasses that Guillermo del Toro does? <laughs> no, I know. I mean, that's crazy. No, you I'm still have to. I'm, I'm, I'm you so still have to start God of War too. Yeah, I know that's gonna be after Death Stranding because I know I'm gonna go through it and I'm gonna finish it. Yeah. So God of War is gonna be after, unless you know, like if I finish the DLC because I want to finish the DLC uh, for for Spider Man. But we'll see what happens when they really spawn for Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, everything stands still and I'm playing with spawn. So. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's how I felt about Spider-Man. It's like, OK, I'm, I'm playing with Spider-Man. He's obviously yeah, he's my favorite character. Dude, so. Spawn is spawn <clears throat> is my Spider-Man to you. Like, yeah, that's that's me. That's spawn is my guy. Like he's like the number one thing. Fair enough, and then, uh, and then, Toy Story Four came out, and we actually got a listener submitted question about Toy Story, and so that's why I want to know if you guys had seen it. Lewis, you haven't seen it. You obviously know at least some of the characters. Uh, Bobby, you did see it, right? Yeah, Woody died. Yeah, yeah, Woody died. <laughs> Damn, yeah. man. He, he went back. He went back to the uh, he, spoilers for Toy Story Four. He went back to the uh, the trash compactor. You know when they were all gonna get incinerated, and he just jumped him. He just said, "Oh, what what is life anymore?" And he, no, he even realized he, he was never a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> it really fucking sucked. It really fucking sucked. They stripped him from that shit. It was like, it just, it just really fucked up. Uh, no, no, no. I love Toy Story 4. I thought it was a really, like, to me, honestly, I thought it was super simple. A super simple story. And a super simple way of telling a story. And it was really impactful. It was really good. Forky made me laugh my ass off. I didn't, yeah. I, I, I never really thought Forky would have been that good. Um, he was hilarious. I, see, I, I the, like see that's what turned me, that, that's what kind of turned me off. Uh, yeah, about the movie for me initially too they, lewis yeah yeah i i just felt that there was i, I love toy story by the way it's, it's actually one of my uh favorite pixar movies I, I i i love the second one i i rather enjoyed the third one surprisingly and the, the way they ended the third one was like yeah th- this is the way we're wrapping it up this is the this is the end of uh this is the end of our story and yeah. it was it was perfect it was fitting this feels like a real wrap up, though, like a real, real wrap up. Cause this, well, the thing is that when I heard there was a four, I'm like, okay, is uh, Pixar in need of cash? Because there's no need to you to bring a fourth movie into this. And then when I heard the premise of it, I was like, yeah, you know what? I can pass on this one. I almost feel like I don't know. I, I haven't watched it, so I don't know how good it is and how how it fits with the with, with the rest of thinking, the previous three. I think in your head you were thinking, trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, it's funny. It's it's funny that, that that this came up the way that it did because, like I said, we had a listener submitted uh, topic, and it was uh, asked somebody asking us to assign Toy Story characters to the Galaxy players. Um, so before we get into LA oh, Cincinnati, give me more time with that. So, <laughs> so before we get into LA Cincinnati, I'm gonna go through and uh, let's assign Toy Story characters to Galaxy players. 
<laughs> Lewis, I mean, Bobby, you're abstaining. Yeah, I'm not going to be good at this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think I, if Bobby would have the funniest answers. I, me too. I feel like once we get going, Bobby's going to jump in. Okay, 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 so, okay, okay, okay. So let me, let's, let me, let's let me start. Louis, Louis, assign a Toy Story character to Zlatan. Lotso. Lotso. <laughs> Lotso. Really? Okay. I'm going to go... Well, with, with the current... With everything that's going on with him right now, and I hadn't made... Uh, I had said it last week, and I'll say... I'm going to say it again this week, but I had said last week that Zlatan seems to have hijacked this team, and he's mm. currently a villain. He's currently in control, and, and it, nothing can function because of it. So I, I'm gonna go with like that. I, I'm I'm gonna go with Lotso here. Okay, I actually had Sid. Same thing for for Slotan. <laughs> He's kind of with. destroying things, and yeah. mutating mutating this team. Uh, like that. That's kind of how I feel. Uh, Sid is like, and he's getting enjoy. It seems like he's enjoying it. So oh, that's why uh, I assigned Sid. I, I'm Can not I sure go? he's yeah, enjoying it, but yeah, go, go for on. it. He's Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> he's he's so self like grandiose grandiose that he doesn't understand what's going around him. Even though he does, he likes to kind of like still make it about him. Yeah, yeah. He's Buzz Lightyear. The funny uh, thing is, is that that was my that second was, choice. That was my okay. So that's well, what I was going to say. Be your first, that, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's not. It's my second for that same reason. The whole like, hey. We're good. Everything. Well, we're, we weren't good, but you know everything was fine. And then he just kind of well, threw that monkey in the ranch, well, and I'm, everyone paid attention I'm, to him. Well, well, I'm making it in the cartoon faction. When we get into reality, we'll, we'll talk about that. Soon, yeah. Um, okay. No, you know, you know who I actually assigned uh, Lotso to. Lewis is Valdecantos. Um, he's, he's pulling all the strings, oh. making them hurt. You know. I, I think I, I think the Valdecantos is is Lotso. Okay, uh, I can see that. Let, let's uh, let's move on to uh, Jonathan. Who do you guys who do you guys feel like Jonathan? He's Woody. He's he's a leader. Bobby. I'm thinking. Okay, I'll 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 say mine. Yeah, it's go, Woody. Go. He's the glue. He's the glue to the team. He's the heart and yeah. soul of this team. It's Woody. Yeah, I, I think that was kind of a no brainer for me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. How about uh, for some Allison? Reason I'm, for some reason, hmm. How about what? Allison Drini. See, I'm not good at this. <laughs> Lewis, like, who do you got for Allison? Um, I'm gonna. Uh, well, I see the I see the dinosaur one. I, I, I'm I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say one of the uh, toys in Sid's room because he's always broken. <laughs> Okay, well, I have oh, Wheezy. That sucks. <laughs> I have Wheezy because he's up there on the show. And that's exactly he's, what he's waiting for mom to fix that's him. Hardcore, he's waiting for mom to fix him. But then when he gets fixed, he's gonna come down and he's gonna kill. You've got a friend in me. He's got. He's gonna come down. You got a friend, one of me. So he's. he's oh man, let's. Move on I, from I feel this. like it's Wheezy. I, well, this sucks. We, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> 
I was gonna say Wheezy initially, so we're on the same track, man. We're on the same. Track. Okay, and then okay, I, I one one more because I, I I truly did make like a whole list of this, but I'm gonna oh I'm gonna do God. one more, and this is only and this is only probably obviously only Bobby's gonna get it because this is uh, uh, a character from Toy Story Four. Oh, but I'm worried for me, uh, Sebastian Legette is Duke Kaboom <laughs> because because you see him, he's awesome, he's doing all these cool poses. But he's got a confidence issue. Mm-hmm. He's got a confidence issue, and I so for me, the jet mm-hmm. is Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom was dope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, also, so also Shelby, uh, Shelvick is Forky because he's trash. Oh, <laughs> but he's, he doesn't. He does. He doesn't have the characteristic of Forky. No, like, he I like Forky. No. Like, no. like Forky. Like Forky is like who would Forky be for me on the team? Someone that's <laughs> cute. But is disposable. Ema? Maybe. <laughs> Felcher? <laughs> I have, you know what's funny is that I have Antuna as Bo Peep because once he left the galaxy, he's been doing really well for himself. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who do you have for Rex, Dave? I'm, I'm curious. Joe Who's Corona. You? Okay, like so. Here's the thing: I, I had one of uh, of two. One of them was Joe Corona. The other one, in spurts, depending on the moment, Bingham. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Small, small arms. Yeah, small arms. <laughs> <laughs> can, can can reach the other side of the controller? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys My are arms mean. too short. <laughs> too short. This whole this whole begin this whole beginning of the show has been teasing people. Can we just get to the game, please? Well, look, man, this is what the listeners wanted. Okay, so I don't before, think they did. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I really don't think there's like some fucking there. I really don't I really don't think there's like some fucking like sign up sheet that they asked for this shit. Like, I really don't. <laughs> well we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll name the show. We'll call the show You Got a Friend Mona Me. And after we'll... we yeah, after we put up the show, after we put up the show, let's let's put up a You wanna put up a poll? I put up a survey, yeah. Like was that shit or was that alright? Like this <laughs> <laughs> How would you rate us in the shit a meter? <laughs> Zero From poops to, to eighteen poops. <laughs> oh God, are we constipated? Uh, we have uh, diarrhea. What do we got? <laughs> so speaking of constipated and diarrhea, let's before we get to LA Cincinnati, um, let's oh talk God, about Olympic Cup because we got eliminated in spectacular fashion in the Olympic Cup. We lost. I mean, I mean, was it spectacular? That summed it up. <laughs> I mean, when you when you throw a third string team out there, what do you expect? I mean, I guess yeah. another MLS team. I mean, if you're going up against an amateur side throwing a, a, a third string team, then okay, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, you'd better get past them. But like, yeah. but Portland came out with the first, you know, with the first team lineup. It looked like uh, most of their starters were. Were there? Yeah. Uh, the The Galaxy had zero chance in this game. The, I I would have been absolutely dumbfounded if the Galaxy pulled off a result, even if it went to like penalty. Yeah, kicks. but they should have had a better chance. Well, what they should have put out a they should have put out a better team because ultimately they were facing a very weak uh Cincinnati side. I think with that that third stream lineup that went out in the open cup, they could have beat Cincinnati. It, it almost seems like it. Didn't it's it? like that so, team plus Zatan could have beat Cincinnati. 
I uh, oh god, Zlatan probably would have just round kicked someone in well, in that what, game with those. Would it have made a difference? Would it have made a difference? I well, kind of. One would have been murdered on the field. The other one might have been murdered after the game. No, no, I don't think it would have made a difference. I I mean I kind of agree. I think Cincinnati was the team that you're saying to yourself, you know, we can probably get past them. We can probably put a B squad in here. But it shows that the Galaxy don't care about the US Open Cup. They haven't in years. I, I, I honestly can't even remember the last time that the Galaxy legitimately tried to win the Open Cup. I know they've said they want to win it. I know they have said on record that they're trying to win uh, as, as many trophies as they can. I think the close said it this season that, yes, we're taking it seriously because it's it's the easiest path to a Champions League berth. But you threw out a third-string team against an MLS Cup opponent. So, obviously, that was a lie. Obviously, there is no urgency to win this tournament. We haven't had an urgency to win this tournament. My question is, what, what is everyone so pissed off at? Because because it, it seemed that like Galaxy Twitter was genuinely were they? Yeah, they, they, I mean they, they were genuinely upset because the Galaxy yeah, lost this game. Because for me, you know, I don't follow that. So like, um, so for me, I just saw us loss, and I was like, eh. which is basically well for me, I, I I don't put much stock into the U.S. Open Cup primarily because nobody else does either. So there's really no reason for me to do it. Number two, you look at that lineup, you're basically saying, there it is. Look at reason number one. You're, you're, you don't care about this game. You don't I mean, care about I'm, this tournament. I, my, and I, and, my, my criticism may just be that they should have played better in that game. I, I'm not so It's a It's a third-string team, though. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They should have played better. Yeah, I agree yeah, yeah. with Bobby. I'm not, I'm not so frustrated that we lost, but we should it have was, played much better than that. Yeah. It was the way they lost, I think, is what what kind of, like, irked people so much. And, and like, legitimately, there's a lot of people – there is a lot of people that do care about the Open Cup. Um, and I think it was those people that were being very loud on Twitter. And, again – you have you have the the teams behaving like well we don't care about the open cup because our fans don't care about the open cup and the fans are like well we don't care about the mm. open cup because the because the team doesn't care about the open cup and so it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy prophecy no. that nobody cares about the open cup no i don't think the players are caring what the fans think i'll tell you that right now 100% they the well, when the fans are pissed and they put pressure on the players and the team to win every uh, competition that they're in, then the players should be concerned about what the fans are thinking. But it starts with, it starts with who does it the start team with? Itself. I mean, it starts with the team because if you're, it's kind of like saying, it's a saying of attitude ref, uh, reflects leadership. If your boss gives you three projects to do, but he's emphasizing one, he wants you to do all three of them, but he's constantly bugging you or she is constantly bugging you. On this one project, you know, like, okay, they want this one to be better than the other two. I'm probably going to put more effort and more time into this project and kind of do whatever with the other two because it seems like they're not as important as the first one. That is your attitude reflective of what your 
superiors are showing you. If they're saying, don't care about these two, focus on this one. Okay, that's what you're going to do. So if the team but, is saying, hold on, hold on. I don't give a but shit task, about this tournament. In, in this scenario, your task is still to complete the project, right? Right. But okay, so then if you don't complete still, the project, if you can't complete the project, even if you're doing it with lesser resources, like you would the Open Cup, you still have to complete the project. Well, you have completed the project. You just, you know, didn't get to where you wanted to get to. No, you failed. You you did not complete the project. Yeah, to yeah, me, yeah, that's, you're that's not... not I, well, it, I mean, when, it doesn't when matter. You're rolling the, the out, galaxy, the galaxy get bounced out. People are pissed that they got bounced out, and and I think it's like Bobby said. But that's what I don't understand about it. It's because the if way upset, that they lost. It's the way that they lost. You put it's in a third string lost, team. It's just the way that we lost. Yeah, but that doesn't make, see that that part doesn't but even make our sense third to string, me. But even our third string team should be playing much better than how we performed. You that's went up against. We see, see, I don't understand this. It's like saying like. Well, you have a third, a, a third string team going up against a first string MLS side. We're not talking about an amateur side or even a USL side. We're talking an, a professional team going with their first string lineup, playing against third stringers. You're gonna look bad. They're gonna make you look bad. It's like me going up against one of those and saying you should have played better. Shit, or like, or like an MLS, like fucking- or like an MLS side going up against a Mexican side that puts out their third string players. And yes, MLS but, sides. But but then you're opening a okay. Here's where a lot of the arguments start coming in when you start talking about scheduling and you start talking about salary cap issues, where MLS is actually handicapping their teams in competing against those Mexican sides that have depth because they have 14 DPS on their fucking roster. So, and everyone else is a TAM player. So. You're opening a whole nother can of worms going down that route with that argument. Because if that's the case, you're saying to yourself, well, top teams can't compete again in, in so many tournaments because they don't have the depth, because they don't have the money. They don't follow the FIFA uh, calendar. So, uh, you know, we're playing literally right now when nobody else in the entire world is playing because we are an international break. So we're missing five players because of that alone. Other teams around the league are missing players as well, and they can't be as competitive because those are big players going to national teams, probably DP, uh, probably DP caliber players, and you replace them with someone who probably isn't a TAM player. Your team is going to suffer. You open up a whole other can of worms with that argument, but I just have a, I personally just have an issue with people being shocked at the way they played when you're going up against someone that's. On paper, two levels higher than you. Now, I, I don't of course, they're going to make you either. look bad. I don't think people are shocked. I think people are mad that the team couldn't put out a competitive lineup. Uh, uh, you know, because using the excuse of like, oh well, we have Cincinnati in a few days, which and really in the in the long term, the Cincinnati game is the one that's the more. Um, meaningless in the two in the two games i get that you prioritize mls but you're in second place you could stand to lose on the road in mls or draw on the road in mls and still make the playoffs in order to compete for mls cup open cup you're you're out you're done you had a chance to go up against most likely lafc now we know it is lafc um that uh portland is going to see in the next round that is the type of game that you that your teams and your players should be striving for an elimination game against your rival. 
Like that should be what motivated those players to 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 do well. But it wasn't the players' fault uh, that that lineup was was put out there. It's actually the coaches, or if not even maybe as far as the GM were saying, because if if the, if the GM is saying we're taking everything seriously, and the coach puts out that lineup, either there's a miscommunication where yeah, I'm not really caring about this tournament, or it's just like yeah, this is what I have to say to the fans. So. But we really aren't putting much emphasis. Right. And, so, and, so I, and there's, I said that. The so galaxy, there's deception the, happening. There's deception happening to the fans. There's a, a, a subpar um, product that you're putting out on the field in, in, in a competition that uh, fans, even though it's not every fan, feels like you should be taking seriously. Like, why are you surprised people are mad? And and then you get shellacked. Why are you surprised that people are mad? Because I don't understand. Uh, the, the, the reason I'm kind of surprised is because it, it didn't seem like this in previous years. I'm sure uh, some people would have been like, uh, I wish we would have taken the, the U.S. Open Cup more seriously, which is a completely different argument. But the I Galaxy like has not taken that happens this. every year. But and, and, and again, I don't know why. The Galaxy don't care about this tournament. End of story. The fact that you do is great. The fact that you're pissed off that they don't, that's fine. But to be continuously pissed off knowing that this is going to happen every year seems to me like a waste of time. If you want to say the Galaxy should be taking this tournament seriously, fine. They should. Okay. That's not the case. And this is not a new revelation. It hasn't been the case for like at least 10 years. Probably more. Because I don't remember Bruce Arena giving a shit about this tournament. So you have to go back at least 10 years. So I, I, it almost seems like it's like, like a new revelation that the, that the Galaxy have just recently turned away from the U.S. Open Cup, and that's not the case. Well, it's so also, just like, but it's also a new a new regime, you know, a new coaching staff, a new GM, and a GM who, like you said, recently said that they're going to take that tournament seriously, and then they put out the lineup that they put out, and you're like, and and you feel like the rug has been pulled out from under you, because if you suddenly decided, okay, well, I'm going to care about this tournament this year because the Galaxy say they're going to be competitive, and then they clearly do the opposite, then that's why people are pissed. Maybe, uh, I suppose. But again, I, I think the Galaxy have in previous years say, yeah, yeah, we're, we're taking this seriously and then roll out a a team that, hey, if we win, great. And if we don't, then, oh, well, we have bigger fish to fry. And I think if I'm, if I'm trying to find a reason, I always thought that the U.S. Open Cup was for smaller teams. The ones who care about this tournament are the small team, the amateur teams, the USL sites. This is their World Cup. This is as big as it's going to get. This is their chance to play against a professional team. They're not going to get another chance outside of this tournament. So to them, they take it very, very seriously. The MLS teams that take this tournament seriously are the teams that can't win any other trophy. You look at the past winners. Look who's still in the cup. And you can see like, oh, yeah, there, there, there's a trend here. So... The Galaxy have never been that team. However, this season is a little unique. And I feel like, okay, maybe subconsciously this is the reason why they're upset. If this is a tournament that the only MLS teams, like the only way that they care is because it's the only trophy that's available to them. We can't win MLS Cup. We're not good enough for that. So we'll just beat the shit out of these amateur teams and the other MLS teams that put out second stringers. And get the trophy. And backdoor our way into the champions league the problem is is that the u.s open cup may very well have been the only legitimate trophy that the galaxy were able to win 
because they're not winning MLS Cup, or at least I don't think they are. Right. They're not winning this. They're not winning Supporter Shield. Right. So this is the most legitimate or most realistic trophy that they could have won. Maybe then I can see the anger in dude. Like you could have at least won this one if you know that you're not winning the other ones, even if you're striving to win the other ones. Maybe then I can understand the anger. But other than that, I I, I can also just walk away from this like okay like. It hasn't been important in years. There's no reason for it to have been important now. So I don't know. But but that's just that's just my personal opinion. If they win, obviously that's great. It's another you know trophy. But we talked about it when Seattle had won three, four in a row, and we all agreed. I guarantee Seattle would give all those trophies up for simply one MLS Cup. Sure, but we already have one MLS Cup. So then the next priority should be. Getting it should Champions be, League. Yeah, getting it should be. and and hey, guess what? The Open Cup ends way before you compete for MLS Cup. So if you don't get MLS Cup, guess what? You you can't get Open Cup either. So you might as well get that and collect. You know, you might as well collect that trophy along the way to your potential MLS Cup. Like that. That's how I see that tournament happening. I, I mean, I don't mind if you're ambitious enough to say everything that we play for, we're going to try to win. I think it goes differently it's, with other teams. It's one thing to say it, and it's another thing to it, actually right. try and, and, and do that. And that's right. And, and again, that's probably what is irking fans is that the Galaxy said they're going to do it, and they clearly didn't. And we've already been kind of snake bitten with the, the Galaxy kind of telling us one thing and showing us something different. Well, once again, that's kind of been the Galaxy's MO, isn't it? Right. Right. And But even with this new front office, like that's. You know, it, it it still seems to be the case. We'll see if it changes, but I mean, yeah, well, I, I think they've been a little bit more open and they've been a little bit more, or they've been better with the fans than the previous three seasons. If I'm being perfectly honest, but yeah. I, at the same time, I, I think that this this probably was the first one of the first times that I can think of where they weren't quote unquote honest, or unless there was some sort of miscommunication, or you can simply say like, hey, we wanted to compete in this, but Look at all the pe- people that we're missing from uh, international duty. Look at all the injuries that we have. We wanted to. We wanted to compete in this, but we have Emma Boateng. But we have Emma Boateng <laughs> as a forward. As a as forward. Striker. So yeah. you tell me what I can do with that. Um, well, well, with that said, let's talk about Cincinnati and L.A. Uh, so is Bobby still with us? No? Okay, Hello. good. Oh, hey, Bobby's here. Hey, Bobby's here. Uh, so, Bobby, welcome back to the podcast. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Cincinnati and the LA Galaxy. So, oh, LA Galaxy land away. go up to Cincinnati. They get a 2-0 road win. Um, Emma Boateng gets a goal in this game. Uh, Fabio Alvarez gets a goal in this game. A nice one, too. Uh, and a nice one. Midweek, you guys. Midweek, there was a video that came out that um, showed uh, Scalotto kind of like getting on Emma Boateng and on, I think it was Fabio Alvarez, right? Saying like they have to be killers out there. You know, they have to, you know, kind of egging them on. And lo and behold, Boateng looked dangerous in this game. And there was even a moment where like Romney, where he sent a cross into Romney. Uh, Romney tried to, uh, you know, he like jumped and tried to, to, uh, kick the ball into the net and like on the follow up 
you cut back to Emma and Emma's telling him like, dude, head that you got to head that. And I'm like, Oh my God, look at Emma Boateng, like telling others how they should be finishing a, a, a shot. Um, <laughs> do you that, right? Isn't that crazy? So for me, I think that you know, it, it was, it was a lot to be said uh, before when uh, Scalotto came in that Scalotto likes uh, reclamation projects. Do you think that, Emma Boatang might be his new project. It looks like he did quite a number on Daniel Steres. Uh, he has been arguably our best defender this season. Wasn't so the previous season or the, the season before that. Perry Kitchen comes in, albeit just for a couple games, and looks like a completely different player than he looked last season. Yeah. If that's the case, I would obviously welcome that. But it seems that he, see Perry Kitchen was injured the whole time. Finally got his you know his shot, and it looks like at least right now it looks like he wrestled or may very well have wrestled the starting spot from Corona. If I'm being honest, or maybe there's some sort of shift in the midfield. I'm not entirely sure. But well, I mean, he's been there more since... in that Jonathan spot, isn't he? Um, who? Well, Kitchen. when he's gone, no. Right. He, I still, he's... I still think that's the case. I think Jonathan comes in at, because Corona doesn't do the same things that Perry Kitchen does. Kitchen no, he can't doesn't do that. Kitchen can't transition to offense the way that Corona can. He can't. And, and, he and can't that's the play that combination that, goal. I mean, but I uh, think, but I think that's the point that if if Kitchen is. Uh, primarily a defensive midfielder and he is playing like the enforcer that we apparently signed because we were hoping big things from him or at least more than what he showed us for most of last season. He's starting to show us that and a little bit more under Skeloto now. So I think with him as the natural defensive mid, it allows Jonathan to go up freely without him having to worry about, oh shit, I'm going to leave my defense, you know, stranded there and, Perry Kitchen's like, nope, I got you. You're good. Don't worry. Where you're right, Corona doesn't offer that. So maybe that's why you haven't been seeing as much of the attack, um, you know, um, as potent as it could be. Maybe Jonathan is kind of like not pulling the trigger. No one else is making those runs because they have been very scared to go up and expose themselves on the counterattack. I don't know. But what I was saying is that Emma's been there since the beginning. He hasn't been injured. He's had several chances several chances to score right. and it's this season where it wasn't even I, the season it's this game it, like that's it just right, this game that's it it there is no, just a game there was literally no difference with emma boateng's game in this game except I, 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 for and, that he finished well that was the, 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 yeah and, and i'm not going to sit here and praise emma boateng the whole point that i'm making is that he's been there since the beginning and he hasn't really showed us anything like Scalotto's had this guy since the beginning of the season, no injuries, and he's used constantly. Him a lot. He's used constantly. Him a lot. He pu- he yeah, pushes, he has. He pu- well, he pushes he pushes the ball up the field, and then he loses it on the cross. But he pushes it up the, on the field, and he gets he gets it forward. Like that's literally what he's there for. The problem is, is that there's no finishing with him. There's no great passing to Zlatan with it. He's and he, and those, he's a speedster. Yeah, but the, but but that's the thing. But he takes it to the he takes it forward onto the field. Like not many players that we have can drive that ball right a, a, a forward to the next box. 
Like, not many of our players can do that. And, and Boateng does that all the time. Unfortunately, every time he does it, we lose it. And it's fucked up, and there's bad passes, and horrible crosses, and bad shots, and horrible finishing. But he is truly the only one that truly takes that ball up the field. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, he has been the outlet, but, you know, having the the lack of that final pass is really like hurt the galaxy uh, more, I think than having that, than than having the asset of him being on the field to be able to like spray those wide balls out and have him chase them down. Like, I think it's, it's kind of a push. I mean, like who he's else is doing that though. Well, I think that, I think that um, there's many, I think that Alvarez can fill that role a little bit. Mm, just what in the last three I, games we had. Boateng well, I mean, he's new. He's, I, I understand he's new. Um, so really I, I think that Antuna, I think really Antuna like can probably take that role. Yeah, Antuna's another Boateng. Yeah. Antuna takes it up front. Well, and he doesn't unless do he's either. with Mexico. Unless, unless he goes to Mexico. Yeah, but, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking right, about right, Galaxy. Right. So, like, he's the same thing right now. So, I mean, like, really, like, all this hate on Boateng, it's like, well, where is the alternative? Who is doing what he can actually kind of do? Well, I know he can't I just finish gave, I just it, gave you two alternatives. But, well, no, you really didn't because Antuna is very new. He's very, I mean, not Antuna. Alvarez is very new, but Antuna does the exact same thing. And Antuna, we're seeing a little bit more. We're seeing some growth here in the the last three games. And he's doing, I mean, not Antuna. Alvarez, sorry. I keep going back with those damn names. Alvarez has been working. He's been working really well in the last couple games. And um, he seems to be growing. But, like, I mean, honestly, like, you can't really make that comparison when he's just relatively completely new. You know, like he, when we're talking about a person, a, a a team member that's been doing this for the, the majority of the season, nobody really can do what he's been doing other than Antuna, and then Antuna does the same exact thing, he fails, at the end, he fails at the final, the final third. Yeah, I feel exactly. like Antuna maybe has a little bit more of a, a upside though, and than, just than Boateng. Just because he's new. No, he has. What, what, what I've seen in Antuna that that he has more technical ability than Emma has, so there's more but potential. If, but but either the, way, end, the finishing but the end result does is not the same. end yes. up the, yeah. The finishing ends up the same. So what does that matter? Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Until he can change the finishing, I agree with you. So I I don't know. I'm at the end of the day. Uh, I would love to see. I'm just, Emma I'm, just of, I'm just tired of the hate when there's very little alternatives now that we have alvarez yes there's a little bit more of an alternative but alvarez is not the same kind of player he's not the same kind of player where he'll drive up the ball from midfield he's already up the field so it's not the same and he's not going to be on a wing it's not going to it's, it's not the same so you can't really like put them in the same status stature Just, that's where you uh get uh what's his name what's the guy that we're going to get christian babon oh, yeah well that well yeah well <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Or, I take or, back you, or you use or you use other ways of of uh, you know outletting the ball. Like you don't have to just push the ball up the field. You know, sending sending Boateng to to chase or to use his speed. You, yeah, you but then the, do a, but you do a slower build. Yeah, you know, then, like I feel the, like the, I feel the, like he's only there to fill that role because yeah, that's that, what we have right now. But then that leans into the I know where I'm going. I may be jumping into this a little too quickly but but then that leans into not being able to drive the ball to our star player the way he wants it to well so that's the issue i mean i don't think i don't think that anybody is ever going to get him the ball the way that he wants it 
Um, not in no, this league. Not this not team. At least, yeah, not, not this in this team. team, not in this league. Not this league. No. Um, and, no. and he's got to come to terms with that, right? Like, he mm. knows what he signed up for. He's got to mm. – yes, he has a right to be frustrated with some of the level of play, but he also has to understand, like, dude, look around. Look mm. who your teammates are. I mean, we've talked about this already, too, or we said, like, Zlatan – this year, the shift that happened between last year of proving himself and this year of getting that big payday, having, you know, and then having the stature and saying, okay, well, I'm going to do all these things. And then pointing to other people or other other circumstances being like, well, well look at why I can't do this because of how, you know, bad my teammates are. Well, like, that's toxic. Well, I, uh, I'm kind of still a little bit on his side here because I still expect better play from the his team members myself too. I'm looking at these team these players on the field and I expect better than what they're putting out on the field as well. So if I feel that way, of course he expects better a lot more. But if I'm feeling that way already, I, I feel like they're not doing enough. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's, it's really. But he's there every day with them, it, man. He's it, there he's, every day. He no, knows exactly. what their limitations. Exactly. Are. Well, he does know his limitations, their limitations, but he probably knows how how well they can play as well, and that they're not pushing towards to as well. And that's the other thing, you know, because some people give up way way quicker than they, than than what they can actually put out. And so, like that may be another thing too. The one thing I don't like is the way he expresses it out on the field yeah i'm fine with him being upset because i i get it i feel i feel the same way too i'm like you know but he at the same time when he does stupid shit i'm just like dumbass you know like it's, it's that dumb you know like like we'll do that 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 that, that video where he was like doing that roll eye with a tongue out yeah, but, it's 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 not very becoming of a leader of of the captain of the team. Like like, like yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be showing up your your teammates like that. I oh. think that's I think that's the most important thing right there. The fact that this is the apparent captain to the team throwing those little tantrums and you know throwing your players under the bus like that and blaming them for you know your lack of goals when, or whatever. And especially, and I, I think that's a huge a game, thing. And especially in a game where the team won the game, Zlatan right. didn't win the game. The team won the game. I was in there. I was watching the game, and 15 minutes in, I rechecked my roster. I, I looked online on my, on, my, on my phone, and I was like, wait, is Latan in the game? And then I looked up, and I was like, oh, wait, he is. Because the majority of the team was actually doing the, the, the brunt of the work in this game. Well, I mean, did, I mean, did you guys notice it? And I've, I've noticed it in other games as well, but both oh, the goals – Yeah, both the goals that were scored – he didn't celebrate with team. And it's not the first time that he's done it. So I, 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 I'm not sure if I'm reading too much into that. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure if so that means anything. Yet. Is that just who he is? Or is it more of a, you're stealing my thunder? That was my goal. You're not allowed to shoot. Because remember I said that it almost seems that these guys aren't allowed to shoot. It, it almost seems that Zlatan is the one that's kind of putting in that order. That's what I'm saying. I think Zlatan has half hijacked this team. It wouldn't be the first time that this team has been hijacked. We we saw it with Papa Dos Santos. We saw it with Beckham for, for the first few seasons. I think Zlatan has hijacked it this season for his own personal glory. Last I'm not season really was sure about that. I don't know. It it it, it just the way the, the the attitude shift between last season and this season has been so dramatic that well, it, it's hard for me not well, I, to believe well, that we, there's we, something we, behind it 
we do have a better team this season. And we have a team and a coach and a staff that we should be expecting more from. And we're not getting it. And I'm there with him in that frustration. I'm sorry, I am. What about but in a game? But in a game that they're winning? No, I know. No, I. I I'm just saying in general. I just, like I said, I don't like how he expressed that way. Like if he didn't get a pass, he's he completely like fell on his knees and threw his body all the way down on the ground and laid there on the field for like a good like few seconds. Like I thought yeah. that was incredibly stupid. Um, that, that was incredibly childish. Yeah, childish and just and again that that that's the captain. That is the captain doing something like that. Now this is where I kind of half agree with what where Bobby's saying. Like, oh, I'm on his side. Where uh, it happened after he was making a run and he's basically wide open. He's basically has nothing but it's green horrible. field in front of him. <laughs> And and Cuello just misses the pass. I mean, he just completely mishits it. It goes right to the defender. I mean, it, it wasn't even like it was. Yeah, it wasn't even that, that was. It was off. It wasn't target. being he contested. Yeah, but that's yeah. when you internalize it and go motherfucker in your head. Right. And exactly. Turn around I, I'm not. And stay I'm not excusing on your feet. I agree, and and that's where I'm like, I am not excusing Cuello because he's got to make that pass. He's got to hit that pass. I, I don't care. If you're a rookie or you're a seasoned veteran, all-star, Hall of Famer, I don't care. You need to make that pass. I'm not at all excusing Cuello for missing that pass. I Mm -hmm. am, however, what what Bobby said. I I am not going to let Zlatan off the hook for throwing a little tantrum, just going to the ground and kicking his feet, you know, as – you know, the place, it, it, it's still there. I mean, the ball is still in play. Not that he's, you know, he's not a defender. He doesn't have to get up or anything. But, I mean, for a captain to do something like that, just visibly showing that frustration is... <sighs> it just it just sets a bad example. You know, it's it, sets, it sets a bad example for these young players who really, like, I mean, you know, part of the reason that MLS brings in some of these older, more experienced players is to try and help mentor the the, their younger generations, right? I'm not saying that's Zlatan's job to like go put his arm around him and be like, "Hey, it's okay, buddy. Just get the pass yeah, to me next time." I'm captain, not saying that's it. But his job but as, as a, a captain, captain is not to act that way, right? Right. But his job as a captain is is to to you know kind of like you know just don't be such a baby, you know? Yeah. Like, as a captain, you can't be a baby. That's the thing. Like back in my day, when I was younger. <laughs> You were in a bitch, you know? <laughs> For me, I think it was, I mean, I don't know. We, we had talked about how, you know, Zlatan might be killing some of these players' confidence. And if I'm Cuello at that moment, I mean, I know he saw it. I know he knows he missed the pass. I know he knows he probably should have done better. But seeing Zlatan like that, what if he's oh, in dude, his head like... The, cr- the like, crowd made an audible sound when he did yeah. that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were all waiting for the Zlatan magic, too. Yeah, Cincinnati was like, ah! It was like a whole <laughs> thing. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, I... I, 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 I mean, I, I gotta figure that... There is some truth to the whole, you know, it, Zlatan it may be killing the confidence of some of these players. And Legette was one of them. And Legette actually called, I mean, sort of called out Zlatan. He, he Yeah, kind of. Kind Not of. Really. Like, In what yeah. way? In what way? I didn't hear Well, this. I mean, the, 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 when I think it was a Mike Gray from LAG Confidential 
said like, oh, you know, he said something uh, legit in the post game comments, said something about Zlatan and his attitude. I'm glad because someone had to say it. And everyone was like, holy shit, like what's going on, right? Like, what is this quote? And then when you actually see the interview, it's actually something very, very small, very, very yeah, subtle. It was innocuous. It, it was oh. very, yeah, it, it wasn't anything to uh, to get like, oh my God, there's something there. But yeah. I think someone had mentioned that they caught during the game, like while the game was going on, there was a, um, there was a moment. I'm not sure when exactly it was, but there was a moment when I guess legit said something to Zlatan or Zlatan said something legit. And someone made a comment saying that there might be trouble in paradise between those two during the game. Yeah, the game was still yeah, going there, on when, when that was, comment was, was made on Twitter. There was, there, there was there was his free kick, I think, and then him and Legit was having some kind of conversation between it, and then he ruined his own free kick, and then he pointed at Legit for some fucking reason. It, 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 it might have been that one, but yeah. there was there was so Zlatan in there. messed up his own free kick. Yeah, and he pointed and at then Legit he pointed at Legit. But see, Legit, this is what I'm saying. Because Legit, like, Legit was, I guess, distracting him about something, or they were both back and forth talking, and then he ruined his chance of like you know focusing or whatever. But yeah, that's what he was Zlatan, doing. Zlatan no, Ibrahimovic. Zlatan Ibrahimovic let Sebastian Legit. Mess up his concentration. Yeah. Well, that's how okay. he was acting. But that's how he was <laughs> Right, acting. right, right. That's how I, know, I understand. But, like, that's why I'm being so sort of, like, you know, sarcastic about this. Like, I just, I'm just, this, I'm just is, not this surprised. is a guy who's been under, like, fiercest of pressures. I'm just not surprised because these are the kinds of DPs that we get. Keen. We had Keen. He did this. Yeah. You know, Beckham. He did this. Yeah. Gerard. He couldn't because he didn't catch anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, but he, but he's not wrong. But he played those, but he played those awful jokes on Geo. Oh my! Why? Why bring that up in my head? <laughs> uh, I get so like those, those, those vicious pranks on Geo. Oh, um, but yeah, you're right. Giovanni dos Santos. He's done. You know, he does this. This is yeah. You're right. Oh, this Giov- is kind of- Giovanni has been the most blatantly fucking fuck up of all our yeah. DPS. Like, but, I'm not but, even right, putting this, him in that, that we, because all of our other the, the DPs that we that I've actually brought up has actually brought up the team as well. They've brought us down in morale at times, but they've also brought us wins, which is lot, which is what Zlatan does oh, as well. So is Zlatan. Zlatan has done that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So Keen has done that. Beckham has done that. Don't let's not forget the times that we hated him because he he brought us down, but then he brought us back up. Keen yeah. would create issues. Within shit that wasn't even anybody's problem, but he would always be pointing at other fucking people. Well, even but even Donovan he, too. Donovan yeah. Donovan did that for a time. Yeah, yeah. There were times where he he was kind of like, you know, creating rifts with uh, Beckham and and you know because he he I, got. I I, I I blame that more on Beckham. I don't yeah, know, maybe. Like, yeah, you're probably that, right. That, that generation, I blame that I blame more than Beckham. Donovan, I have way more of a different issue. My my issue with him is him being lazy at points and then being not wanting to be lazy at other points. That's just a different thing for me. But uh, but like but these are the DPS that we've been like let's say overseas DPS is what we've been getting. Mm. This is the kinds of plays. This is the kinds of personalities, and this is the kind of uh, individuals that we get. Right. You know? But dreaming out, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's frustrating. Are, are, are we? But. So wait, hold on. I mean, obviously, I, I know where Bobby stands on this, but uh, are we on the Zlatan out train? No, I'm not. Um, I, I, I'm on the Zlatan grow up train. Grow yeah, up, right now, get your yeah, head right out of your now, ass. Yeah, 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 right now. And, that's what I'm at right And let's get the and let's get back together. Let's get let's get back on track. That's the train that I'm on. Like me, I'm like, Dick, dude, shut up. Yeah. You know? Do you think is that a I mean, train? That's a long. That's a long name for a train, right? Like, <laughs> dude, dude, shut up! Or the, those, those or are three the, like, lines. Get your head out of your those, ass. Train. Those, are, those are three lines to get your head out of the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, dude, come on! Dick, shut dude, up! Come on! Shut up, dude! Dick. So, I mean, that's okay. So language. let me. <laughs> so so let me ask you. Let me ask you this, MB. Um. If people are starting to turn on him, the fans are starting to get visibly upset at him. They're, they're seeing his antics. They're seeing his attitude. Can the Galaxy be successful while he's on the team? Like, I mean, like winning games here and there. I mean, they've won. They've won games. They haven't looked good doing it. And I'm not directly blaming Zlatan for the performance, but if he is being toxic in the locker room if players are noticing this attitude if if at the end of the day he's the one that's kind of killing their confidence is that not directly affecting the performance of the team and you have to say that you'd have to say that the galaxy are not going to be able to win i mean while he's on the on the team look we're complaining about a game that we won Right. So, right. What are you but, about? but okay, as, wait, as wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Is being set. <laughs> no, hold on a second, because and especially you, Bobby, because you were with me on this. No, I we know, were I saying do. that winning games is one thing. How are you winning those games? Is something well, different. You're well, in second talk, place. Well, you're close to the. Well then, well then, let's talk about the game that we did play. We actually played well against Cincinnati. Uh, against Cincinnati, <laughs> and I would say, and I would say, we played well for about twenty minutes, and then yeah. we just kind of like it because yeah. we went up two yeah. zero. Yeah. What like within exactly. fifteen minutes? Yeah. It was yeah. 18, the, the goals were like that. Yeah, the goals are practically back to back. Yeah. 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 And and at that point, I thought, oh, the floodgates op- are going to open. They were opportunistic goals. Alvarez was an opportunistic goal. What was the first one? I forget Ima, which Ima one. Boateng, Ima shot. Oh, that was I just a good shot. That was a good shot. That was a good shot. Yeah, it was a good Alvarez, shot. Alvarez was an optimistic goal. Like, like at that, yeah. that one, he just took a shot and it went in. The Boateng was a really good shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that I think that the gal- like they played well for about twenty minutes and then they just kind of went on cruise control. And again, here's another. Here is like the pattern that we've been seeing with this team, where we, you know, we we play good for spells, and then we just kind of like we're like, all right, like the effort level goes down, or people start trying other things that they're not supposed to be doing, and then suddenly they expose. I just think we revert to who we really are. <laughs> could be, could Basically. be that those 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 good moments are like. The peak of our potential. There are only moments. There are only, the, moments. yeah. There are only moments, and then the rest of it is like, just like you said, who we really are. Um, but going is back it, to what Lewis was asking about whether or not we can win with Zlatan, of course we can. It's Zlatan. Like we can. If he, let's say tomorrow he wakes up and he decides, oh, 
I need to get my head out of my ass, which is entirely possible. I'm not putting that past him. It is entirely possible that he's going to do that. And then all of a sudden, we start winning again, and we start looking good. Of course we can win with Zlatan. The, I think the real problem is what are the long-term effect, effects of that? Maybe there are none because we only have them for a year, and this team is going to get overhauled next year anyway. So, you know, I think as as long as they can convince Zlatan to – or Zlatan can convince himself to get his head out of his ass. I think the Galaxy will be fine. I, I like for me. I just <clears> want him to 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 not be that way on the field. That's all. Like I don't care that he feels that way because I feel like he's correct in a lot of in in in, in a lot of his opinions and in a lot in, in a lot of way that he feels about the team because the team does not perform to his level. I get that, right. but he does not need to be acting that way on the field. Right and 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 demeaning other players and making them feel bad, um, like I, like that's it. Like that's that's all that needs to be remedied for me. And to be honest, I mean, look at he's still our top scorer. He's st- we're still we're still at the level that we are because of the goals that he's made and the wins that we've got we've gained. Yeah. So you can't really put that aside. Um. So it's just it's just it's just it's just personality right now and right now I get his frustration but you can't be acting that way. Uh but in this climate I guess you can act that way. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> in this climate You can be a bitch. <laughs> you can be a bitch and blame it on other people. But I don't know. I mean, look at we just need we do need we, like it. Look at right now, we're at the cusp of, free, of of figuring out how Alvarez fits in our team. Alvarez has been doing better and better every game, but we're still at the beginning of that. Yeah, and there's still and, potential for for us to add players. Yes, and there's still in potential the to add players. And look at we're still forming this team, which is ridiculous to say mid season. Um, but we are still forming this team because this team has never been really, truly put together with all its first players, like working together and being well, like consistently. But this is what I said, um, a a few weeks back and and Bobby disagreed, um, when I said, look, this is still not Skeletal's team. And the reason I'm saying this Mm. is like, yeah, there's a lot of players that that have come in, but they're pieces. When you have a million dollars in TAM, not even on the starting 18, that's not your team. But, Lewis, what makes a great coach? Someone that gets everything that he wants or that he works best with what he has? He has... He, like, I, I mean, and I agree you, with you. If no, no, look, if I agree look, with if you. You're look, if, you're, if you're like telling me that, oh, don't, 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 don't blame it on Skeletal until he has everything that's perfect, exactly how he wants. Fuck that, dude. That's not that'll any never coach. happen. That's not any coach. So uh, this is his team. This is his team right now. This is okay. what he owns. So don't fucking but, tell me that this is not his team. This is this his team. Is, when you have a million dollars on the bench and Tam in a league in a league where that is absolutely vital. I mean, that that money is absolutely vital in getting a competent player. You got Jorgen Shovik, who is not even on the eight uh, on the eighteen man roster anymore. He's not even on the bench. That's oh, how he was, horrible he was hurt. He is. No, he was he hurt. hurt. He's he's okay. got injured. Well, oh he's man, now million... I have to start my argument all over again. 
You have a million dollars on on the TL list, right? There it is. Uh, you have a million dollars on Jorgen Shovik. We'll just so, leave it at that. But, I think that's dude, enough. But dude, you make the best of what you have. So what if you have to leave a million dollars on the bench? You you have to this is, okay, work this with isn't, what you have. Right, this is the thing. This, that, isn't, this is the thing this that I've been preaching for years with the U.S. men's national team. Dude, you don't have the players. Work with what you got. Build something with who you have Wait, right that now. is a completely oh God, so many different teams, argument. So many coaches have been trying that, and it hasn't worked. No, but no, whatever. that's a completely different <laughs> argument. If you're talking about a national team, you have a, a set pool. You have a limited amount of players. If you're just not good enough, that's one thing. If you're coming from you're a saying, league you're saying that, that allows MLS you... Doesn't have a set pool? You're saying the MLS doesn't have a set pool where where you're saying we have unlimited amount of players because right now we only have three DP slots that's in my, the roster. Right, that's my point. So you got to use those. Wisely. You got to try and use those wisely. But guess right. what happens? Those DPS get hurt. So then you go. So so let's say Scalotto has every single one of the perfect players that fits his system. Does he? Yeah, and they, and they still lose. Then what? Then what's the the excuse? There is no excuse at that point. That's what I'm saying. He He's going to get a pass this season, no matter and, what and, happens. And Bobby is right. He's got to work with what he's got. He's got to make do. If he's got to sit a million dollars on his bench, then he's got to sit a million dollars on his bench. In a league where that is he's absolutely got capable vital. players, But he's got capable players, and every other team deals with the same issue. Every other team brings in players that they think are going to work out, and they don't. And they still manage to find ways to win. It, well, I guess it depends on which team you're looking at. Because if you're talking about a team that has every spent- team goes through this, no matter like last it may year, be in, it maybe not be every season, but like every team goes through this at some point. Yeah. Last year, Atlanta United won MLS Cup with eighteen million dollars on the bench in Ezekiel Barco. Right, because when he came in, he could not adjust to the league. And he got very sparse minutes. Right? Yeah. But look at the rest of the team. Well, look at the rest of our team. We have fucking Zlatan Ibrahimovic. We, we literally you know, just talked that, about what, what, what his attitude is. Sure. I, yeah, I'm not sure have, that's... But we but also the, have Jonah. We yeah. also have, you know, legit... Like, I mean, these, yeah. are, good t- these are good players. Though. We have I mean, good we players. Have, we have we good have players. And we have players more all players around. Now. And we have more players now that fits Kaluto's system than we did at the beginning of the year. Ever. Yep. So, you know, he's got to work. He's, he's got to deal with it. it. He's formed he's it with the with way it. that he, he's, this is all of his decisions. These are all of his decisions. I mean, like, dude. And we won the game. Yeah. We won the game, you guys. We just see. It, just, it was, there's it was crack. just against, the there's, thing is, it just, it was against Cincinnati. Which was yeah. something that's not a big, uh, not a great achievement. We only played really well for about eighteen minutes, and then we yeah. fell back, which was really shitty. And then we got, and then we started to see cracks in personalities on the team, which which was shitty, and it wasn't really that much of a uh, of of uh, up from our loss before the break. Yeah, it really wasn't. I, I just, I just. That and excuse of like, well, these aren't all Skeletal's are guys really pushes my button. No, I know. That's me all. too. That's I that's know. why me and you argue with that. But, <laughs> but in general, that's why we feel this kind of like not so optimistic 
after this last win because it was not really that much of an up. Like, all yeah. right, yeah, that's yeah. what you were supposed to do. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. So, in fact, it should have been it should have been a, more. a wider margin. More. Well, yeah, but we can't. Ex- but we can't expect that since the t- from the team that we've been seeing in the last few weeks or the last months, like we can't yeah. expect that. We just can't. Right now, we just can't. So, so, so now the Galaxy we got two zero. Thankfully, now the Galaxy go to San Jose, and they have to play in San Jose, um, or at Stanford uh, against San Jose, and and uh, you know. San Jose has been on the up. Wondolowski has been scoring like crazy. Um, how do you guys, I mean, you know, we, we gave our picks on balls and beers, obviously, but how, how optimistic do you guys feel about this game? Lewis? Uh, I think it's a winnable game, but I think at the same time, uh, I think uh, it was Bobby who said that because we, think it's san jose we think it's trash we always underestimate them and you know this is the balls and beers talking lately san jose has kind of got our attention and saying hey you know what we might have turned things around uh almeida was brought in there to change the culture change the philosophy i think it you're starting to see some signs of that taking shape they played lafc very well um in on the road in the U.S. Open Cup, uh, both those teams were actually legitimate teams. They were both first-string or very close to first-string teams. They were both trying to win that game. And San Jose did a, a, a very good job, all things considered. It, it, you would have thought that those two teams playing LSE, LAFC at home probably would have blown them out. That wasn't the case. I think San Jose could have actually won that game. Now you get a rivalry game at home. I think San Jose may be salivating because they've looked better than the galaxy have even if the galaxy are in a higher um um seed right now and i think they just looked uh better i I think it's a winnable game but it's not something that we should overlook and losing to san jose is (laughs) if if we're getting upset over a performance against an expansion team that you know in a game that we won imagine losing to san jose and, well, you know, it, it's going to be something. And I think that's where we're worried that that expectation is going to be met, where we're going to lose to San Jose uh, because San Jose has been on the up. They're getting confidence and L.A. hasn't like they've they've been cracking every game like they're just cracking in different ways. And even even when they look strong again last week, even when they look strong, our fucking DP is freaking pounding on the grass and flailing his legs like a little baby like a little toddler you know like that does not look good for a los angeles team that is winning a game and i don't know i don't feel like we're strong enough on paper we're better on paper we're definitely better but on field and in the togetherness on the togetherness and the the togetherness yeah the way they feel like how whatever you know, mantras they do that morning, you know, whatever. Um, I think I'm not sure they're going to, they're I'm not sure if they're going to connect that day. They may, they may not. I, I, I think this, the only thing that has me, game. this is a losing yeah, game. Yeah. I think the only thing that has me optimistic is that they, they've at least been winning on the road. Uh, if this game was at home, I would probably be less optimistic, but I think uh, the fact that they've been winning on the road, um, 
is is a good sign and this is a big game so this is a this is the kind of game yeah yeah but this is the kind of game that zlatan gets up for so you would hope that he pulls that special moment um out because it's a rival that only happens if the ball gets to his foot well that only maybe he puts a little bit more effort in this time well, to, to get that a, ball there, to. Uh, in, in the last game in Cincinnati, I think it was around the probably the 70, around the 80th minute, 70 to 80th minute. He started tracking back and started actually making an effort to like do some passes and get, you know, get the ball forward. Yeah. And they yeah. were doing some really good, like some really good ball play for a little while. And I remember I was watching it for like five minutes and I'm like, oh, he has to be winded now. That's pretty. That's pr- that's probably all we got. <laughs> just started right. like, you know like i'm like oh that's that that's all we have from him but i mean like it, it's unfortunately it, it, it kind of amounted up to nothing but he tends to do that i wish he did it i wish he does i wish he did that a little earlier in games um but yeah i mean that's there and it could work sometimes we've seen it work sometimes um, yeah so. I think I think one of the things you also have to remember is that all the players that are are still missing. You're still missing Jonathan, which is a huge piece of the puzzle that is gone. I mm-hmm. you can you can totally see that this team absolutely doesn't function the same without Jonathan. Uh, you still have uh, Antuna out. He's Antuna, also yeah. with Mexico. You have uh, Gonzalez out, but I mean Steris and, and Polenta back there is fine. You're missing Felcher, so you'll probably uh, continue to see Romney. Uh, you have um, who else is out? There's another guy that's out that I can't think of right now. But you have Zatan up top. You're gonna have Boateng again. Uh, you're, you're pretty much gonna see the same lineup that you saw in Cincinnati. And beating Cincinnati the way you did is not encouraging. Going on the road to a team that nope. actually looks better. Nope. So yeah. I think that's that. That's the thing you have to be wary of or one of the things you have to be wary of and well the other factor here is uh david bingham um is he gonna he, he was having some trouble before the break remember we we talked about how he's kind of a streaky player so uh when he's hot he's hot when he's not he's very much not and right before the break he started having very much not hot games um, or he was he was starting to make some big big uh, mistakes, cost us a a goal. Um, in the Cincinnati game, I thought he was okay. Um, so we'll see whether or not he gets himself up for his former team in San Jose. And uh, I'm looking for him to have a big game. So that's that's going to be important, I think. Well, I think also this week this begins the whole like you know like the. I don't know if it's in, within the week or in two weeks, like the whole like rivalry back and back. Um, yeah, San Jose. It's like in two we, weeks. We go San Jose, then Toronto, and then back to San Jose, and then LAFC at home, which I'm really worried about. I'm not sure if this team has the endurance, um, even though we've been sold the bullshit of them supposedly being able to handle this endurance and this handle this 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 agility of like pushing their, their bodies forward but yeah i'm not seeing it there's there's a few weeks before that before we have yeah. to, to think about that game and and so yeah, i think there's, saying, there's time for them to saying. work there's it a out. lot but there's a lot within those weeks we're yeah. going san jose toronto back to and then another game with san jose that's a lot 
Yeah. We'll well, we'll we'll get go- we'll get Jonathan back. We'll get um we'll get Antuna back. We'll get um Filcher back. Um Jonathan and Tuna might be tired. Uh Filcher, depending on how much he plays, I don't think maybe he'll he'll even get on the field for Venezuela because uh who do they play next, Louis? They play um They're playing Argentina. They're playing well, maybe they advance. Uh maybe maybe Venezuela <laughs> advances there, but um you know, I can't, Venezuela I can't has actually. Them, they're going to go very far in uh, in Copa America. I well, saying, you know what? I think I, maybe I, as I, soon as I, they come I, up against Uruguay, but even, they're, but even they're then, done. Our, our team is so disjointed that like we never have a full team. So like that's why I feel like there's an issue. I I, I think that's going to change though. I think that's going to change like uh, uh, in not, the in the back within, half of the not the within the not season. within the, well yes, but not within the weeks that I'm talking about. Maybe, but I think by LAFC we will. Um, and and it's up to Look, uh, man, again, it's up to the coaching staff you, to sure. to come on, man. Just dream, just don't be afraid to dream. I want to be there. I'm gonna be at the game. I'm gonna be the. I know. One, I'm one not gonna be. Game. I'm not gonna be at the game. I know. I'm gonna be the only one at the game. Like so. So I really want it to happen. I'm gonna leave to Guatemala yeah. that night. So I don't want to like yeah. head out out of the country all pissed off that LAFC won. Hell no. You're not, uh, David. You're not going to the LAFC, the, the uh, LAFC game. I am not. Oh. Why are you not going, Lewis? Uh, pr- pr- practically the money. <laughs> oh well, well, well. Let's we'll talk after the yeah. Show. Okay. Oh, Bobby's got a secret hookup. Ooh, <laughs> why is he barely telling me now? <laughs> no, I just don't want to talk about it on the show. Yeah. Come on. Uh, okay, so uh, okay, so so we got we dealt with Cincinnati. We dealt with the Open Cup. We dealt with San Jose. We dealt with Toy Story characters. Uh, we have one more listener uh, request to, for a topic, and then I want to talk a little bit about the international tournaments that are happening. So, um, Galaxy Outsider himself, Madam Serrano, has asked us if in the summer transfer win- window, for whatever reason, all three DPs are gone and are we're tasked with replacing all three DPs, who do you replace them with? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> do I have, like... Any player, like or realistic players, like can well, I bring yeah, in, I like, know, like, like if realistic players. If we're players. doing like our freaking like just like FIFA team together, yeah, get Beckenbauer, uh, get yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 like shit like that, like George that, Best, yeah, yeah. Maradona, nineteen eighty six, yeah, not nineteen ninety. <laughs> uh, no, nah, dude, uh, our Coke budget is blown. <laughs> From last I w- year, I want I want to stay American Legend. Let's get some Beasley in there. Um. <laughs> like today, Beasley, Beasley today. Yeah, Beasley today. Not like seven years ago. Like Beasley before he's retired. Yeah. So for me, for for me, the first order of business that can is, literally be two, like three years from now. <laughs> no, he's uh, retiring this year. He's retiring, he's retiring, retiring at the end of this year. That's what he said. <laughs> he's retiring to go into MPSL. That's what he. I was doing. gonna say he's going to the Fury, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Um. Yeah, isn't he from out here? Beasley? I don't oh, think no, he's so. from uh, in, uh, Indiana. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't think Beasley's from here. Uh, so what, what was I going to say? So for me, first order of business is sign Jonah again. Like, yeah. Get that agree. man back in, 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 the, uh, in, in the lineup there. I don't think you let go Jonah go because he's only on like $2.5 million. But if you do let him, if you do lose him, you try to do your damnedest to sign him again. Give him Zlatan's money. Um, I, I don't know. I... I I can. I think that uh, Antoine Griezmann is a guy who's attainable. 
Um, and I think you still pursue Pavon because obviously um, uh, GBS is still going to want to go for his Man, uh, his sub. There. Just get me Mbappe, and I'm fine. I don't think that, I don't think Mbappe's realistic. <laughs> no, but I'm you're just telling me, just telling me, like pick people, like and give me Mbappe. That's, that's all I. Yeah, have. I think. Uh, <laughs> Do you bring in? Um, do you bring in Balotelli, Bobby? I know you would love Balotelli. I actually Come on. would. Let's yeah, be honest. I actually would very you would like love Balotelli. That. I would, I would yeah. really like that. Yes, I would. I like Bal- town for Balotelli for sure. Uh, I I agree. I think you have to resign Jonah. I think I would also agree. I, I just go after Pavon, get him. The third would definitely need to be a striker. I'm just not sure right off the top of my head which one it would be. I'm not sure if Griezmann would be one that I would want. I Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, not entirely about, sure. It, it like has to be a striker. Who? I would take Lo- I would take Lewandowski. I think oh. I think Lewandowski might be a good Shit, uh, connection placement. Cut like, really Zlatan. quick for me, and I heard some other word, and I was to me it was blasphemy. What do you want? You said Wondolowski? Yeah. Oh and I was no! Like, what? what the? <laughs> the hell, Bobby? <laughs> We're talking about DPS, dude. Yeah, no, I know. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! And... My bad. You go get Jazzy Zardes, best striker in the world. Oh yeah, he's he's up there again now. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so I think I, I think my three DPS are uh, are uh, Jonah, um, Pavon, and either Griezmann or, or Lewandowski. Oh, I, I, I can't. I'll, I'll use all of those takes for just one person, Mbappe. I would. You know what? I take it back. I'm gonna. I'm going to. I'm going to take back Pavon and sign Hamas. Oh, really? Oh. oh. I get a little bit of a boner right there. <laughs> That's interesting. I don't. Well, definitely that would never happen. But yeah, I don't think so. I Although, think, like, I don't. The think thing is, is that Hamas. I don't know. The thing is that Hamas is not like. I don't think he's realistic. I think if anything, he would be realistic down the line. Sure. Because right now he's he's out of favor with all like I'm not even sure who he signed with. He's not signed with anybody right now. He's he like yeah. Real Madrid just said Could, they're giving him up. Yeah, and he, I know he left Munich, and I think Madrid is not. Yeah, he's getting rid of him. So right now yeah. he's actually up for grabs. Yeah, but it's not it's How not something he? where 26? he's ready to go to MLS. Yeah, he's still young. He's like 28 maybe. Dude, he's gonna so he's, like he's not coming. He's, he's gonna get him on the Joseph Martinez train, dude. Put him on the Martinez train, man. Put him I on the what? Yeah, coach. Put him on the Joseph Martinez train. I don't think. Well, that's uh, again, I know, that's different. I know, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, Joseph Martinez no. isn't even playing for Venezuela. Did you know that? No, I think yeah, he, he, he's come in as a late sub. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah. that's because uh, what's Rondon. Yeah, yeah, Rondon. Yeah, Rondon. Is, Rondon is uh, uh, in front of him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and and actually, what what I think is interesting about Venezuela, I know we're getting a little off topic. Well, no, that, no, that that was that was the next uh, topic, anyways. The international tournaments that are happening. Okay, so well, Venezuela went it went through, uh, in Brazil's group, and they went through undefeated. They didn't win the group. Brazil won the group, but they went through undefeated, which is like unheard of. Venezuela has never made the World Cup. They've always been the middle, the the middle of South America. It's always been like an automatic win. 
I think now that's shifted over to Bolivia. And uh, now Venezuela will play Argentina in the in the next round because uh, because fucking like the luck of Argentina, who has been playing like shit and get an easier opponent in Venezuela, where Colombia went through undefeated. No other team went perfect three and oh, Colombia has not allowed a single goal and they have the luxury of playing. uh, I believe it's Chile or Uruguay. They play Chile. Yeah, Chile. So it's they like, okay. So, I mean, you switch those two around, like, Colombia would easily go get through Venezuela, and and whoever Chile played against Argentina was Argentina. get through Argentina. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just uh, a horrible, horrible draw right there. But did, um, did you it guys, is what it is. Did you guys watch the Chile-Uruguay game? I did. No, I missed um, it. Dude, that game was fucking nuts. Like, there were literally bodies flying everywhere like i thought that there were like salmon upstream swimming <laughs> that's how many bodies were flying around in that game but probably the my favorite moment of the whole game was um Uruguay plays a long ball and suarez runs onto it and uh, at the like on the on the edge of the the 18 yard box or like you know he's and so he's approaching uh down the down the end line toward the goal and so the goalie's like he came out because it was just him and, and Suarez at that point. Uh, he came out to try and like pressure him. Uh, and Suarez tries to sneak a ball, the, the, the shot near post and the goalie like swatted it out of bounds with his hands. And Suarez immediately like is like pointing to his hand and like turning to the ref, like, Hey, handball, handball. It's like, dude, that's a goalie. It's like, he completely forgot like how, what, yeah, how soccer like he works. completely forgot. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but it's like, like it, fucking Suarez just like constantly trying yeah. to get so one over on somebody. Yeah, he's he he trying to get away with something. Is. Yeah, it's who he is. It's like, let me call it and see if I can just get away with it. Yeah, it would have been nuts if they would have called it and then. Like, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That would have been insane, dude. <laughs> they they would have went to VAR and, and then yeah. they would have got there. Oh shit! That was a goal. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there was another play too, where there was a there, at one point there was a pitch invader, and one of the Chilean oh, players I didn't like that. I didn't like, like that. The, the pitch invader came out right, and one of the Chilean players like stuck his leg out to trip him, and he immediately he didn't, he didn't he didn't just put out his leg to trip him. He ran over to the dude. Yeah, to stick his leg and out. Yeah, and then, and then Suarez out. ran over to tell the ref, like, hey, that's a card. That's a red card. Yeah. <laughs> even though, even, Suarez, though I th- even, even though I do think that that player should have got reprimanded in some way, yeah, yeah. Suarez is just a bitch. <laughs> God. And I've always thought that. And I've always like, felt that takes, way. I've never the, liked like, whatever it takes to win to the extreme. I've never liked him. I mean, he has to bite people to win. Come on, right? That mm-hmm. that SWAT that SWAT that he did at the goal line to to eliminate Ghana, like that was that was nuts. God damn! I I, I, I dislike that dude so much. I, I and okay. I don't, see, I don't I, understand why Barcelona has to keep buying people that I dislike so much. I just don't yeah. Like now they now they're bringing Neymar in. Uh, Ugh. Ah. <laughs> just the worst. Gross. Anyway, Luis was gonna say something about how like he respects Suarez for doing that. I respect Suarez for doing that. For doing what? <laughs> for being a uh, stopping stopping the the the. The ball from going in against Ghana. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. We know that. Yeah. 
Um, but other than that, the guy's like a dick. That was a different <laughs> lifetime. That was a different yeah. lifetime. Remember when we liked Bill Cosby? It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what though, Bobby? You know what? We went, we went there. I think that I think that you're gonna find I think if you poll just like soccer fans yeah. compared to Regular people, I think you're gonna find more soccer fans dislike Suarez than regular people dislike Bill Cosby. I can't believe I just said that. Like, I don't think that's true. On a anymore. thing that's gonna go out into the public. I don't think that's true anymore. But I get what you're saying. I don't think the pieces. I think it's close. Like, didn't, didn't I think, did, you know what? Did, that's did, the thing. Did, I think did, it's kind of close. Didn't he just? <laughs> didn't he tweet the other day like, "Oh, Happy Father's Day! I'm so happy to be America's father," and then everybody like lost did, their shit. Oh my god. Yeah, and then OJ, and shit. then OJ, like he's like, I got some fucking vendettas <laughs> to deal with on Twitter. <laughs> the fuck, this world, it's all fucked up now, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, Robert Mueller is gonna testify and be like, here's here's all the pictures of how uh, Donald Trump is directly responsible for killing a Melania every week and replacing her with a clone. No, He's dude, like, here's no, all the evidence, no. here's the scientific thing, and, and they'll still be like, hmm, I don't see what's wrong with that. No, Robert Mueller's going to testify in auto-tune and nobody's going to give a fuck. That's how it's going to be. Everybody's going to just, like, <laughs> ignore it all. This uh, this uh, international tournament talk went really off the <laughs> Yes, I know. So, so... Uh, yeah, obviously, Copa America is going. That's what Copa America does to me. This is what's <laughs> so much, so much passion in the Latin Americas. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, the other tournament that's going on besides the Gold Cup, and then obviously the so Women's World Cup, we'll get right to in a minute. Um, is is the African Cup of Nations? Did you guys have you guys been following uh, Cup of Nations at all? That's the one no. I'm Yeah, I haven't been able to watch a game yet. Um, but African Cup of Nations is, is going on. So there's games tomorrow, uh, Nigeria versus Guyana, and then uh, Uganda versus Zimbabwe. I know very uh, yeah, glamorous matches. But I think uh, once this cool. one gets to the, uh, the, the, so the knockout stages, it's, it's going to be very entertaining. I think that African Cup, I'm going to try and find a way to watch these games too. You just got to turn on the TV, Dave. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I think they're on BN, they're on BN Sports, too. Are they on BN Sports? That's the yeah. one that I can't stream, I think. Oh, man. Uh, well, then do don't it. stream it. Just turn your fucking TV on. Right. Well, I'm at Damn, work. Damn, that was hardcore. Um, <laughs> at least it's not on Spectrum. Oh, there you go. Ah. <laughs> the thing is, I was just about Bobby's to say, back like, in. You, you don't have spectrum. You should be okay. Don't get me started with that shit. <laughs> so I, remember, for gold, I text you. I text you this past Galaxy game. I'm like, oh my god, I could watch the game. Which yeah. I'm just like so happy about it. So, so for at least for the Gold Cup, uh, US is the U.S. men's national team is doing well. They're do, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, they face well. Panama tomorrow, which Last I think game. is probably their first like real test. Um, but so far, they haven't allowed a goal. Um, you know, they they had a, a big win against Trinidad the other day. Not you know, not not that it really mattered all that much. Um, but the one thing that is turning people's head is Haiti. Haiti won their group. That's that's crazy. Insane. That's crazy. That's insane. They beat Costa I mean, Rica yesterday. 
Kurosawa is, is is scoring bangers, and so is uh, Martinique. I and then the, the the Kurosawa one was the one that really got to me. I was like, wait, what the heck? Uh, I mean, they, they got a result today against Jamaica, Jamaica. didn't they? Yeah. 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 yeah, they tied one one. Yeah, and I think Jamaica was like a dark horse in this tournament, and Curacao, who's, I'll be honest, I, there's, I cannot point where Curacao is on the fucking map. They're the darker horse. I don't, hey, I don't think uh, it's an actual country that exists. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, I, I, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an island. It's an it's island an, off of uh, coast of South America, dude. Yeah, they're fucking is. retail shops around San Fernando. <laughs> God damn! Don't you know that? Well, yes, the furniture shops around yes. San Fernando. Yes, like Curacao. There's commercials all about it, guys. Come on, <laughs> I knew that. I'm talking about the country, but yeah, I think it's a FIFA country. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. They, they are they are a, an actual uh, nation. They're just uh, yeah, they're I'm off of quite the coast of, uh, of Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, uh, like they yeah, they're right near Aruba. Jamaica, ooh, uh-huh. I wanna make mm-hmm. you to give me a draw. Oh, 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 oh damn. <laughs> um, it's late, so, guys. Yeah, it, it's it, super it late. Is. I gotta get to work, Stop and these motherfuckers are keeping me on the show. <laughs> okay, so last, then, then last thing, let's talk about the women's World Cup. So the women's World Cup, the U.S. women, um, they they uh, advanced uh, to the quarterfinal. Uh, they beat Spain two to one. A very surprising result. Yeah, um, Spain fucked this was over. a this was a result that I think that everybody expected Spain to get their asses handed to them, and Spain did not back down. Spain took it to the women, and they beat them up a little bit. Like there was, but that's there the was reason a, they lost. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, you know, the but the U.S. needed two penalties in order to advance. Yep. Um, but I think, you know, they've, they've been playing pretty well when they needed to. Um, and I think even when they were kind of out worked and out coached, they still found ways to win. Well, you know, the, one thing, I really, the, one, the one thing I really liked about this game and with the U S women's national team in this game was that <clears throat> they were getting beaten their asses like the entire game. And they, and it was, they, they were going through it the whole 90 minutes and they did not back yeah. down. They didn't back down. They they definitely took it and they pushed back and they really they 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 brought that aggressive game back to them and they didn't really like die down on the mentality of it. Uh, that's something that we do not see. I don't think in the men's national team, and like I was really impressed by that. Yes, like I said, I feel like the loss was because Spain kind of shot themselves in the foot. They they were way too aggressive and. That's why they, they, they turned around two penalties kicks that fucked them over. And that was just dumb on their part. But the women's team, was they played fantastic and they were very smart. Yeah, and now they have to face France, which is... Which is going to be like, super difficult. Yeah, that I think this is the premier game of the, of the entire tournament um, is USA versus France. And so there's a lot of pressure, obviously, on France to win this game. There's a lot of pressure on the U.S. to win this game because they are expected are to win. Five figures now already. Wow, yeah. that's nuts. Jeez. I mean, that's it's absolutely insane. It's it, it's good because it's it's a big like light that's getting shined on the the women's game. Like people were, I've been 
interacting with a lot of people that I don't normally interact soccer with uh, at work because they've been interested in the Women's World Cup. That's great. And so, you know, they've, they've obviously they've been coming to me. You know, I have the games on in my office. So, um, so it's, it's good. Like, there's more people that seem like they're interested. Um, I, I, man, I really wish that LA had a women's team again. You know, I, I, it's it really is too bad that the Galaxy don't have a women's team because I think it would get good support and I think that um, we're seeing a lot of these countries starting to catch up with the U.S. really fast um, in terms of the ability to compete. Oh, yeah. You know, like Germany, oh, yeah. Norway, Australia, France, Brazil, England. They, they rise up super quick, like yeah, very exponentially. <laughs> uh, did did you guys see uh, catch any of the Netherlands and Japan game today? I missed the. That was a fantastic game. Uh, It was it was a really really excellent game. And Netherlands ended up getting uh, a penalty kick late in the game that uh, that ended up being the winner. Um, And you know you feel bad for Japan because they're out in the round of sixteen. They were finalists last year or in the last World Cup. So um, you know that's very disappointing for them. But now now you look at the 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 U.S. side of the bracket. You had Norway, Australia, uh, France, Brazil, England, Cameroon, Spain, United States, uh, all on the same side of the bracket, which, um, you know, is like super lopsided. On the other side, you have Canada and Sweden, uh, Netherlands, Japan, Italy and China. So that that seemed like a little bit more um, uh, evened out, but. You know, it's getting, it's getting, this tournament, I feel like it's getting more competitive, which is good. Like, it's, it's, it's good to see that it requires more than just like good athletes that are stronger and taller and faster. Um, we're seeing some real like footballing uh, technique happening uh, in the Women's World Cup. So um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the, the, uh, the game or the games. All right. US, well, the U.S. plays any... Friday against France. It's it's Friday. Yeah, Friday at noon. All right, Friday at noon. All right, I'll make sure I have that on. All right. Do we have any last things that we need to talk about? Final I'm thoughts? good. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, can I start telling you guys about uh, yesterday? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> You yeah, yeah. Seen it. I'm just. I know. It's not even. I'm out just yet. kidding. Let's, let's. It didn't even come out <laughs> yesterday. Anyways, all right, guys. This is Eliezer House episode 162. I'm here with David and Lewis. This is a long one. Thanks, guys. I'm going to sleep now. Yeah, I'm gonna be up all night. And this is Bobby. Bye. I love you, Bobby. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 